your guarantee. Let's start this off with a quick Taylor fade, because or not Taylor fade. Uh, who would you pick in a breakaway in hockey? Would you pick Nathan McKinnon or would you pick Connor McDavid? Because oh. both of them has showed a crazy breakout, going through like four guys just to get a goal in. Like I was like, like now I don't know who to pick. I mean, Connor McDavid is the best player on the planet. You go Connor McDavid, but McKinnon is definitely that, that goal last night was ridiculous. Just fast as shit on the skates, bro. Like, get it done. And to put three in by himself, get it yeah, done, man. boy. Get it done. I think that's going to be the next series and the way it's looking. And that'd be a great series for the NHL. You have your one and two. I mean, I don't know if Nathan McKinnon, you would consider him the second best guy in the NHL right now, but he's up there. He's on the list of top 10 for sure. Yeah. So, of course, grabbing uh, McDavid versus McKinnon is going to be fun. Fun, fast hockey. It's great. I mean, but hey, even with McKinnon getting three goals, wasn't enough, huh? (laughs) Nope. Oh, my God. A series that we thought, hey. Thanks for showing up, St. Louis. Appreciate you. Thanks. Has got a lot more different. That was embarrassing. Embarrassing. Like, yes. who's so in net? No Bennington. You got to do better. That was just asking to be closed out. That's ridiculous. And then at the end of the at the end of the third, you let up a goal with 10 seconds left on the clock. Just Got to play better hockey. You can't, can't take your foot off the gas. No, and I think they were banking on the fact that they have another game, but or they I mean, have, like technically they, they have to win three in a row, but Bennington's pissed. Bennington, if he gets in and he's hot, is, I mean, it's not guaranteed. Like, they're a tough team. They're literally – the Blues are basically just like the mini avalanche. They're constructed very similarly, and they both play kind of a similar style, ideally. Yeah, man, they're like they're a tough out. You don't want to let that kind of a team stick around because if it gets to game seven, who knows? Flip a coin. They definitely have the horses to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, this is where I feel like I don't think – this Colorado team should sleep anymore. Like they need to end this series like in before the second period of next game. Even if that's possible, just completely turn it up, get four or five goals before even the third. Yeah. 
and just play physical defense. I mean, I think that's what happens. They, they get so lax that their defense just sleeps. They just do not. They just legitly go into home run game, get the, get the puck on our side, shoot it, see what happens, you know? It's just dumb. But a team that good, I mean, obviously, they're going to get their shit together. I mean, yeah, the question is just, are they going to get it together fast enough? Because, like I said, it's important that I, I would not want to play the St. Louis Blues in Game 7. I'll say that. No, God, no. I, I don't think you let – I don't think any team would be comfortable, even if you have the best players in the series, to go to Game 7. Not now. Every team is beatable. Obviously, the Blues are a way scrappier team compared to Colorado in, in these games. That's why they end up winning the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, super, super interesting in that series. A series we thought would be pretty much closed out. I but it, did. But it's not. It, it is more open than we thought. 3-2, they get a chance to come back. Figure it all out. It's interesting. Super, super interesting. Um, Battle of Alberta The door just kind of opened up there The Oilers now taking a 3-1 lead First game was exciting First game I thought Hey man This is going to go to 7 And like every single game Is going to be like (laughs) 7-6 But You got the best player in the world Like you said McDavid is the best player in the world And It shows I mean, it's definitely tough to watch because they are – man, I, it seems to me Calgary, I said from the beginning, is a better team on the back end, not by, like, a massive amount, but by a decent amount. And I feel like – I feel like Calgary is just not taking advantage of it. McDavid is playing some of the best hockey I've ever seen, but, man, I – I just feel like Calgary is not being coached very well right now. Sutter needs to figure out what he's doing wrong. I'm just not seeing the adjustments. And they're going to need to make a bunch of adjustments if they're going to want to compete and and have a shot at this one. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, the back's against the wall. You got to win every single game out to keep to stay alive. So. Going to be interesting. The team out of Canada, more than likely the Oilers. Um, it's going to be interesting if they can make it to Colorado or St. Louis. <laughs> you can't even count them out no more. You can't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what, what would you say is the uh, – I think the Rangers and Hurricane is probably the series to watch right now. I mean, both of them 2-2. Scrappy, scrappy hockey. They're playing tonight. They're playing in North Carolina for game five. Um, you know, game hasn't started yet. If you had to put your money on one team tonight for this game five in Carolina, who you got? I am never going to bet against Carolina at home. That's just how I'm doing it. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's definitely like I didn't think New York was gonna take both of them in MSG, and and they did. I mean, one of them I feel like Carolina kind of gave away, but, yeah, that's been a very contentious series where, I mean, I think Carolina just might be in another situation where it's going to be 
sweeping every home game. But until somebody can beat them at home, I'm not going to bet against them. I mean, you can't, right? I mean, they have the reputation there. They play strong, and that place is a nut house. Yeah. Absolute nut house. Crazy. <laughs> like, for a team in the South, I mean, not saying that South hockey is not as important as, you know, the state of hockey like us, but they show up. They show up and – cram every single person they possibly can i think they're selling standing seats only in the <laughs> on those stairways and shit man like it's crazy in there truly truly yeah i mean they've developed one of the better home ice advantages in hockey and it shows it shows hopefully hopefully they can keep it up man i would love to see carolina finally take that next step and and get into the the conference final yeah it'll be fun to watch man for sure New York's been playing above what I thought they were going to, though, based on their their injuries and what they're dealing with from that end. So, yeah, it's been it's definitely been crazy. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy? How hot I can be for one week, and how like I like I go for the full blown ice bucket challenge and just like cool myself the fuck down. Just <laughs> awful, bro. My God, I'm so. Ugh. Like most of my picks were favorites too. Like I didn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't go full angel on it. Where it's like, fuck it, dog, dog. I did on Tuesday. I did, I did, I did do dogs. But Wednesday it wasn't like that bad. I told you no. you were gonna give it all back. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> give it all back before the end of the month. God damn it. 27 <laughs> units in one weekend and you're going to be down 30 at the end of the month no no i have winners this weekend it's a good weekend <laughs> for me i all my picks are good on thursdays so just stick around for the rest of the show these picks are solid i just want to apologize for earlier this week um to all my fans and my family i'm sorry i uh i got too big for my britches i guess you know i was but I'm back. I'm back. Back, back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. You're right? Shit. You know what's the team that should get back to normal? The goddamn Golden State Warriors. They should get back to normal. I mean, Angel, they lost one game. I know. Bad loss, though. Exactly. Exactly. It's not the way they lost. It was a shitty, like, a team that just like, oh, yeah, we're going to come in, clear them out, good to go. No answers all day. Like, Luka had seven wide-open shots. The the one player on their team you're letting open. Like, what happened to Wiggins and Clay and all these dudes that just like, oh, yeah, no, we're sticking with it. There's no problem. Uh, it looked like a problem there. I mean, it's shitty that they played this game in game four because this is the game they should have played in game three. Because now it's just like, are you really going to go home tonight? Are you really going to go to Golden State tonight and win? Like, I, I highly doubt it. All the better is doubted, too. It's minus six and a half. Jeez. <laughs> like, this is a scary game coming up. Because if Dallas wins this one, it's like, 
they've 100% momentum movement. Not 50, it's 100%. And now they're going to have to struggle going back to Dallas. I think either one of these teams could end up playing Golden State in the finals gives them a real matchup issue. Yeah. For one way or another. I mean, again, depending on which team shows up, because they both look fucking terrible and then look really good and then look fucking terrible again. Yeah, no. The the Warriors definitely need to close this out tonight and rest. And rest. Not even, like, oh, necessarily you have to rest, because, like, those guys, they're all they're the healthiest team, I would say, right now. Without missing, they're missing Gary Payton, but one of the healthier teams right now that doesn't have like a Tatum ankle knee that's a little sore and smart dealing with a quad and Butler and Lowry and everybody else in Miami that's fucking hurt. Like one through seven is fucking hurt for Miami right now. Something is wrong with one through seven. So it's like every year, man, take the rest and relax because you might get a team that's just limping in. So, I mean, but I won't sleep on this Mavs team at all tonight. Not one bit, because this is the scrappy. I mean, they were down 2-0. They were down 2-0 to uh, the Suns. Found a way to scrap back and win the series. What's the more more disrespectful spread, Dallas plus 6.5 or Miami plus 8.5? Miami's my – Plus eight and a half. Plus three hundred money line. Oh shit! That's I take those. I mean, I I won big off one of those. Like that's dumb as shit. Like you don't, you can't. No, Miami's too much of a dog. There's too many dogs in that locker room. There's too many guys that's gonna sit there and go fuck that shit. And there's they're coached way too well. This is a team that's one of the best coaches in the NBA. You have one of the Top five guy. I'll put Jimmy Butler top five right now. Top five guy in the league. Uh, Hero missed uh, last game, so he's going to be back. Lowry looks like he's okay. So, I mean, no, no. That's crazy. I'm taking it. I am riding that shit. Both. (laughs) Money line and points. Top five playoff guy for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. But, I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. It, it makes sense just a little bit because, like, if you watch Boston in that second half, they, they they look like they figured it out. They look like they – like, this is how we run this shit. Defensively, they clicked. Not offensively. Offensively, they were both fucking trash. It was awful to watch the first half. Like, one team – both of them shot, like, maybe under 30%. or it was, like, 31 32%. They were both trash. The over was a joke. So, like, I don't know. Like, if defensively, if, if Boston has clicked and they're firing all cylinders, yeah, I could see minus five, minus four. Not no, not fucking eight. That's dumb. That's that's ridiculous. But hey, the people believe that Boston's gonna close it out here. Hey, I'll be on the other side and let y'all know. Nah. Nah, this is going to game seven. No matter what you think or what you say, this is going to game seven in Miami. Especially if Scott Foster's there. Oh, yeah. Like, God. I don't understand how that's not 
maybe I need to like follow starting line, NBA starting lineups on Twitter or something like that. And like they drop lineups and the refs or something. It's an easy bet. NBA like, assigned Scott Foster to officiating crew for game five Warriors Mavericks. That's scary. Heavy Mavs. Heavy Mavs. That worked out for me, huh? When I, I was like, heavy Mavs. 100%. I had a feeling that the Mavs were going to come in and do work. And they did, yeah. So, hey, Scott Foster's record is like 84 and like 15 for teams that are losing in the series. So, the extender, I mean, Mavs plus 250. I'm going to take that. But yeah, this, these series is going to be, I think that, like we've been talking about it all, all week. Doesn't matter. This series is definitely going to be Golden Game Seven, and the Warriors. Ah, I think they lose here at home. They go back to Dallas and finish it up. I mean, I think they have to. Like, if they lose tonight, like it's. I feel like there needs to be a little bit of panic because it's just Luca, man. Like they're playing, um, they're just getting beat on man coverage. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like it's, yeah, I don't, it makes no sense. But scrappy team, man, scrappy team that could just fuck up your whole day. So, like, that's a team, that's a team that's just like you don't know. But I preach it all the time. The Warriors bench just plays weird at home. They all like they have all stars one through ten at home, and pool and all the other. Yeah, no, I don't know why I'm overthinking this shit. This is a spread game. I'll take minus eight and a half at plus two hundred. Like I'll take it. Like this is this is Curry to close the door. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like he, they, they need to. He needs to have a game. He didn't have one last time. I predicted one, but he, uh, he decided to make me look like an idiot, and not show up. But that, that was the game. Like, I feel like the more pressure you put on Golden State, and that's no offense, but like historically, they have not performed very well under pressure. So these are like these are the matches, like. Up 3-1, up 3-0, that you need to close out the series. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. They just need to do it. I don't know why they haven't already, quite frankly. I bet that they would. Yeah, I honestly think that it was just them going in there and just fucking sleeping. Just sleeping on the opponents. Just like not take. I don't know, man. Just not taking the shit serious, I guess. I mean, there's no other way around it. You could have finished it there because the team that you know how to beat and get it done. You left the door open, and Luca is over here shimmying. Like, they have their swag. I'm worried, but not worried. The only thing I'm worried about is, like, my minus eight and a half. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Because I have a very fun random sports rundown for you. Let's see how many times I could get Jay 
to interrupt me because I'm saying something stupid. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Okay. Zion Williamson is clear to play next year. I would fucking hope so. <laughs> well, I, I don't just, know what else he's been fucking doing. Why the fuck announce this shit while they're still playing ball? This, this is a midsummer announcement. Like, you pretty much cleared him at the point where it's like, nah, he's been cleared for like two, three months, but like he didn't want to play and we kind of didn't think would be here. So we told him not to play. A Pelicans team that if they had Zion could have took in the Suns for their fucking spot. They could have. I mean, you've seen Mavs do it. And Mavs, I would say, is not like matched up better with the like the Pelicans were. The Pelicans had size and length, and they had B.I. and McCollum playing very well. Dallas, all they had was Luka and half of Brunson. You're a Pelicans fan. Put them in your shoes. You're a Pelicans fan okay. right now. Say, what you whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a Kings fan. <laughs> Let's just say you're a Pelicans fan. Would you want him to play next year, or would you rather just trade him and get as much as you can for him? It depends on what he's worth, man. Like, I, I think the issue is, like, I don't think he's worth a max contract right now. No, but he definitely feels like he is, though. That's why I feel like you yeah, don't. Yeah, well, I do, too. But no one's going <laughs> to offer me one. So, you, would you take him back on a team-friendly deal? Which yeah. that shit does not exist in the NBA? I mean, I'd take him on a two-year deal. But, like, again, if in two years he plays 25 games, then what are we fucking doing? And uh, I get it. He's young, whatever. He's going through puberty. I don't give a shit. Like, the bare minimum to being an NBA player is just keeping your body healthy. And when he got to the league, he couldn't even drink. Right. Like, he was too young for that. (laughs) <laughs> like, like how many DiGiorno pizzas are you putting down? Like, what are you doing that's making you not be able to st- – like, especially when you're teetering. Like, what what was the Booger McFarlane? A Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a Popeye's biscuit away from being out of the league. Like, maybe try to drop, like, 30 pounds so you have some wiggle room? Because the NBA is a completely different animal. You're in hotels. Like, this isn't college anymore. Yeah. Like, hey, you signed a massive deal. You have tons of endorsements. Like, the team shouldn't have to pay for your nutritionist. Team shouldn't have to pay for your chef. Oh, come on now. Be a professional. Like, spend a tenth of what Russell Wilson spends on his body, LeBron James. When you're young at that age in the NBA, you're not thinking about your long hood in the NBA. You're thinking about just going out there, playing ball, and then hopping on Fortnite. Well, then he's going to be in Detroit. <laughs> Worked out well for Blake. I mean, hey. If they got great pizza. <laughs> probably a bad thing. <laughs> probably a bad thing. If, if hey, you just got to take him somewhere where there's just not good food. Welcome to Minnesota. <laughs> 
hey, we have a nice tater tot hot dish. Come on now. We're, we're, we're pros for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where's the worst NBA city? Like Utah? Yeah. Got to be Utah. I mean, what's I mean, what's down there other than like churches and old people? I don't even think they have Lowry seasoning in Utah. <laughs> yeah, I get that shipped in. <laughs> Make it spicy and they get sea salt. <laughs> oh my god, I'm glad you have good taste buds. <laughs> All right. One more to piss you off even more. Guess who got themselves an interview? Oh, we talking? We talking Cap? Yes, sir. Colin Kaepernick gets a workout with the Los Angeles Raiders, and he fished in a. As soon as they posted that, like maybe two and a half seconds after the fact, they wanted to make sure to everyone that this is Derek Carr's team. <laughs> Why? Why is it with Derek Carr? Every quarterback that comes in, it's oh shit, is Derek gonna start? When Mariota came in, ooh, shit, is Derek going to start? Play great. Mariota was a running quarterback. Straight up. Every time, like, this is why you don't hire Josh McDaniels. Because every time he gets a chance to do his own thing, he does some dumb shit. Like, draft Tim Tebow with his first-round pick. Yeah, no wonder he thinks Colin Kaepernick's a good quarterback. He's still like, I think like someone asked him like two years ago and he was like, ah, if I had had more time with Tim Tebow. No, dude. No, no amount of time could have fixed that. Not that position. No, like, come on. You know, it is interesting because when I heard that they were working about stuff and Marcus is in Atlanta, I was thinking like, you know, this is good. You know, they put Cap in there just for that wildcat type of plays and, like, can perform. Like, you know, Mariota was good when he had to step in. Yeah. Cap can come in and take the jet sweep or take the sweep, take the read, take whatever, take off for 40, go sit down for the rest of the game. Good job, Cap. But this is a whole new crew. Except for – except for not. Like, Mariota versus Colin Kaepernick. Like, I don't know, like, rookie Colin Kaepernick, maybe? Like, we're removed from that, man. We're very removed from that. Dude is 35 years old. You have – I mean, I'm only going off of what we saw before. And that was, what, four years ago? What we saw saw last last year at Michigan's Pro Day. What, a month ago? Yeah, about a month ago, yeah. A month ago? A month ago? A (laughs) month – like – when he had the slowest release I've ever seen at Michigan's Pro Day on air. Yeah, it was, like, looking, a little, it was looking a little rough. Here's the thing, man. Uh, and also, Marcus Mariota, as much as I appreciate the comparison of, like, peak Mariota to peak Kaepernick, Marcus Mariota is six years younger than Colin Kaepernick, and you have a different offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's so what I feel I like think. they're going to be running the same system. No, we're gonna be running McDaniel's system, and McDaniel's like, I don't like he did okay with Cam Newton, but nothing like incredible. Couldn't make the playoffs with him, and I would say 
Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick probably have about the same meat on their bones in terms of what they have left for a career to offer. Yeah, absolutely. I think Cap just gives you that question mark because you don't know what else he has left in the tank. They're working but, him out. If they don't sign him, is his career completely over? Absolutely. Yeah. This is a shot. This is the shot you get. And if you can't make it work, then you're done. Maybe this is a, a Roger Goodell hazing. Hey, call Colin Kaepernick again. Don't sign him. And we won't let make you be on hard knocks. I mean, what's the – I feel like you should just fucking go ahead and sign him. Sign him. Bring him into OTAs, get him all the way to training camp, and then cut him like you did Tebow. At that point, hey, man, you got a good shot. The young guys that we have behind you are better. Obviously, Derek is better, which, I mean, shit, right now, I'm not a Derek fan. So, who knows? But if Josh, hey, Josh is a wild card, bro. Like, he, this is another shot he gets to run the shit by himself and show daddy – Bill, like, hey, I could do this too without you. He'll be back in New England in two years. No, I say three. Because I think I read that Bill O'Brien has like a three-year contract. So I think like in three years, Josh and Bill will come back. <laughs> then all is right in your world. All is good. You got an OC that you can actually say their name and a defensive guy and all this shit. Not a scramble, you know, whatever's going on. Over there right now. Uh, keeping it in the NFL, do I want to let you know that my Kansas City Chiefs are just fine? They are absolutely great because Mahomes comes out today. Oh, over 100%. Move it to 12 and I'll pick the over. Anyway, Mahomes comes out today and it says he is excited to use the whole offense without Hill. Now, for everyone, this is a pretty basic statement. Like, this is kind of what you say Mm. when the player leaves and shit like that. But with me and Mahomes, when he said it, it just – it holds a little more weight. With you and Mahomes, yeah. Yeah, because he sent it to me, and I proofread it, and then I put it out there. So, like, when I read it, I was like, you know what? This is a quarterback that was actually as good as he is at the, the respect that he gets in this league, he was mm-hmm. still handcuffed by a receiver and that receiver's needs. And you could tell when, Mah- when McCall Hartman was going crazy because Mahomes was forcing the ball to hell. Now he doesn't have to do that. Now this is Mahomes with a guy that wasn't there before him that demands the ball that you've had magic with. Now this is your team completely. You throw to whoever the fuck you want. Juju. Um, I'm thinking more like Ross, Kelsey, MVS <laughs> uh, over the top. You know, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. those guys, you know. <laughs> so what do you think about this statement? Is this statement one of those, hey, you know, I don't miss Tyreek Hill? Or is this one of those, eh, kind of miss Tyreek Hill? I think Tom Brady is in Mahomes' head right now. <sighs> Calling him out. Got left. Evans never left him. God damn it, you're right. Gronk hasn't left him. 
This definitely, this definitely feels like Tom's like, what the fuck are you going to do without Hill? And then Mahomes like, I'll be fine without him. <laughs> Tommy Puppet Master. Tom, Tommy, for those who haven't seen, my man you. Tom Brady has taken Tom – Bra- Tom Brady heard people talking about how vanilla he's going to be, and he goes, have you not watched any of the matches? He's going to do two this year just to fucking get some more content out there. Tom Brady, he, he burned Mahomes so bad that his partner Aaron Rodgers got friendly fire. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. God damn. You know what? We're fine in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> fuck what Tom Brady's talking about. Oh, hole in one piece of shit, fucker. (laughs) Doubt running down your spine. Coming for Josh Allen, too. He's never really done anything on the field, especially against me. (laughs) Like, why do they do this shit? Why do they, why, like, hey, hey, I have a roast. Y'all can come, but y'all about to be on this match, and I'm coming at all you motherfuckers all day. Let you shoot a bad ball. I'm going to remind you that 2016 ball you threw. (laughs) <laughs> Just get warmed up. This is why Tom's going to be a great announcer. Well, yeah, he never beat me, but he's playing pretty well today. He's going to go from the most loved player in the NFL to then being outside the NFL to being the, the player's most hated person on hey, TV. Hey, man, Jordan's Hall of Fame ceremony. He basically went full, full what? How high? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're good. Fuck you. Like, hey, I ain't forget y'all are still bitches and you've been bitches since I retired. Let me tell everybody how big a bitches you were. Oh, my God damn it. And he uh, missed it so much he made a 10-part documentary so he could remind people how big a bitches they were. And then you bring those assholes from the other team to come do the interviews. Like, yeah, you're a bitch and you're doing and you're on my show, letting him know that you're my bitch. <laughs> fucking it you know i think he ruined it with the whole dad thing though she pulled hard strings but it wasn't like cool cool <laughs> oh my god all right staying in the nfl nfl versus john gruden is in court officially hell yeah the, the judge came out and said nope john gruden has enough to have a case against you guys and they're going to set forth. And John Gruden is suing the NFL for forcing him out, bringing out these emails. What do you say? The NFL leaked the emails themselves? Something it was, like that. It was something wild. And I hope, and I hope that this is on, like, some type of live thing, like the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff, because that would be fantastic to watch John Gruden on the stand and then ask a whole bunch of questions. Like, do you rig games? <laughs> I mean, no, no, Ro- no. I mean, Roger Goodell is a football-hating pussy, so. I mean, can't wait to have that shit read right in his face and John and him in the same room. It's going to be, oh, can't, I don't want the sketches. I don't, I don't know. I don't want that. Live. Come on now. It's public record, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, he for all 
for everything I can see, it seems like he would just ha- he would have a case. So yeah, I uh, I'm excited to see what happens there. Somebody's finally trying to beat the NFL at their own game. Uh, Taylor Fate. NFL loses this to John Gruden. Is Roger Goodell still the commissioner? I think he has to be. I think you lose your job there. I mean, the issue is who else are you gonna who else are you gonna take? Like the the I don't, <laughs> I don't like the it's just so hard because the uh it's such a tough job to do because it's a job where like somebody is gonna hate you and Roger Goodell is really good at making people money and not giving a fuck about being hated. Yeah, that's a job that you will have to be a very strong backboned person, but I think that you gotta bring in someone that's gonna just tweak the game a little bit. You're not there to tweak the game. You're there to make the owners money. I know, man, but at least tell them, hey, let them celebrate. Fuck. God damn. He hit them from 30, 30 yards away. Let them do it. <laughs> at least ease it up on the rules or something. Make it a written rule that's not really enforced. How about that? Huh. All right. All right. Uh, Lamar Jackson, not at OTAs. Good thing, bad thing. He represent himself. Harbaugh said, go ask him. Don't ask me. <laughs> Is this the weirdest thing ever, a player representing themselves in this fashion? Like, have we ever seen another player do it like this? No. Not, of, not after a rookie deal. Yeah, They right? got it on a rookie deal, but... Yeah, I don't know. And it'd be interesting because, like, who's doing the numbers for him, like, market-wise? Like, this is what you should be getting. Or is he just sitting on Twitter and go, oh, shit, Mahomes got this. He got that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure sure he's got, like, he's got, like, that, and he's asking for, like, a million dollars more than Rodgers. Yeah, I'm sure. Like he's just he wants. I think he held out this long because he wants to be the highest paid quarterback out there. But yeah, you want an MVP. Yeah, your team goes to the playoffs. But what else can you do? I mean, you don't even have cameras at practice because you don't want people to see you throw. I mean, I'm seeing Danny Dimes throw ducks up right now, and he looks fine. Same old Danny. So, like, Lamar, are you a quarterback that can get over the hump? Yeah, I I think that's the biggest issue. Like, Tom Brady wants to negotiate for himself. Fine. Justin Herbert wants to negotiate for himself. Probably be fine. But depending on how aggressive you want to be. Right. I think, I mean, the issue comes down to they're not sure how they feel about you. And you are asking for franchise player money. Is he a franchise player? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, recently online, I was reading this thing where they were like, uh, some idiot from Minnesota was like, you can't tell me there aren't 10 better quarterbacks than Kirk Cousins in the NFL, which is hilarious. Okay. One of the big contentious points was in the comments, Lamar Jackson. And I think the issue is, there is a broad spectrum, but I don't feel like many people fall in the middle of it. 
they either think he ain't shit, he's never going to win anything, or he's a future man. Like, he's a future you got to build around him. Either way, the way he plays, it's never been done past a certain age effectively. And he has not shown, or at least for me, who's not a Ravens fan, watches very little Ravens football other than, like, when they play Cleveland or Cincinnati. Uh, no. Is he becoming a better passer enough to where you want to bank five, six, seven years on him at a max contract level? Right. I mean, you could tell in the numbers, man. You could tell in the completions and how many throws he actually makes and how many he actually attempts. Like, that's the number that they're looking at when it comes to doing your contract. This is the same thing why Debo Samuels is in the issues that he is in now. Because he takes handoffs, and he's in the Y, and he's playing the X, and he's all over the place, and he feels like he should get paid a whole bunch of money. Like, quarterback is not that. You're looked at one number. Are you ever out of a game? No, because your legs can get you three touchdowns like this if the defense is sleeping. But if you're banking on just your legs as a quarterback, you're never going to survive. It's not going to work. Why do you think Cardinals are dealing with what they're dealing with right now with Kyler? Yeah, Kyler can throw the ball. Is Kyler, I would say, I would almost say Kyler is just a little more accurate than Lamar. But what does he survive off of? His legs. Not a strong arm that just puts it on a spot when the pressure is coming down on him. No, it's a takeoff. So you really just got to work on your – like you should have worked on your arm last year. But you didn't show up until training camp. Like now you're doing now. Like, yeah, I, I mean, going somewhere. I mean, you're throwing A, B. That works. That's cool. But, like, he's not going to be on the field with you. Fuck no. Like, you have to work with your guys. I mean, you barely have any, but you got to work with them. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one, man. Like, I think the other thing is, this is why if you're a player like Lamar, you have to have an agent. Because agents will come up with ways to get you money. I feel like the trend is guaranteed money right now. Everybody wants mm-hmm. guaranteed money. And I'm sorry, Lamar, but if you want to maximize your money, you're going to need to be creative with incentives. Yeah. Shit like Pro Bowls. Shit like uh, how many games you play. Shit like playoffs. Like Those are the things that you should be focusing on. Like, hey, if we win the AFC North, I get a big, like a big, big bonus, but keep a moderate guaranteed payment. Like that's that's the stuff that I think an agent will advise you that you are not going to see. And man, I don't know. Like they it's they don't have like they don't really have anybody who's like intensely whatever like anybody who's like intensely like coming after him at the quarterback position no my knowledge but yeah like again i feel like these are not the like this is not the team that you want to like piss off no because the arbo will find someone else and will win because he's that good of a coach right 
And I think honestly, man, like if he wants to max or if he wants the guaranteed money, then I don't think he's going to get the guaranteed time. I get three year, 30 million or three year, 90 million. Like you're not going to, we're not going to sign you long-term if you want guaranteed money, because we don't know if you're going to be good long-term. You have not proven that. So you want to get paid with the best? Cool. Three year, 90 million team option for four and five. Uh, you have to give the team the option to, if you are good, we will talk after that third year and give you like that bump to make it everyone else or even make you the highest paid player at that point. Because in those next three years, you have to either win a Super Bowl, win your division three times, which good luck. That division is fucking brutal. Or you got to get MVP twice. And I don't think that's going to happen. But you have to show that you and your game is moving forward. So you go ahead and do that, not attending OTAs. Yeah, especially when you look like, man, there are options at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, there's Baker. Like, there's a chance you could have a shot at Kyler next year. There's yep. a shot you could have a shot at Jalen Hurts next year. You might yep. be able to get Tua next year. Mm-hmm. Like, all of these players do things similar to Lamar Jackson. Some things better, some things worse. I think Baker's got a better arm, not nearly as mobile. Kyler is shorter, but does a lot of the same things. Will you ever win with him? Who knows? But, like, I would throw him – see what happens when you partner him with a guy like Harbaugh. I mean. Shit, they almost could if they had a shot at Mariota if Mariota doesn't work out in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, every guy that you named and you're adding a pretty golden quarterback draft next year. Oh, it's not bad. It's you're adding five, six guys coming out next year that are gonna be fucking good. So good luck, Lamar. All right. Last topic before we get into picks of the week. And Man, it's an interesting one. NBA teams came out yesterday. Team number one, Joker, Giannis, Luka, Booker, and Tatum. Team two, Curry, Embiid, Ja, Durant, DeRozan. And just a couple honorable mentions on team three. Cat, Paul, and LeBron. You're gonna throw in Trey Young. Uh man, this is interesting, man. Uh, uh I feel like the NBA should have treated the NBA All-Star team like they do their like NFL offensive player and then your MVP. Because usually it's just a quarterback and a quarterback or a receiver, but like someone that stepped the fuck up. I feel like Embiid should have been team one. Oh, yeah. If you're not going to give him the MVP, at least give him the respect and put him on the first team. Now, people are going to say it makes no sense. How are you going to have your NBA, your MVP on the second team? I get it. But when the race is this close and you're already going to cheat Embiid out of the MVP, you probably should give him something, right? 
Yeah, that's brutal, dude. That is absolutely brutal. awful. The rest of the team, not bad. Absolutely, you give it to Giannis. You give it to Luca. You give it to Booker. You give it to Tatum. All young guys that just performed well, blew up, and we're going to see their faces for 15 years. Second team, you got your vets. Curry, makes sense. Embiid, Ja, Durant, DeRozan. Pick a lineup real quick. Who, who wins this? Who wins this? If you have Joker, Giannis, Luka, Booker, Tatum versus Curry, Embiid, Ja, Durant, DeRozan. I mean, team two, honestly, is probably better than team one. I feel the same way. I feel like Ja and Curry in the back with Durant in the middle, DeRozan, your four. I mean, Embiid, I don't know, man. That's tough. That's a good-ass lineup. For me, this is kind of a flip-flop, but just put Giannis and Durant spot. Yeah, it's it's man. The NBA awards are so fucking weird. So weird. Absolutely weird. And they're coming out with new ones too. So yeah, it, it's yeah, super disrespectful for Embiid, though. Like Played. crazy disrespectful. He I mean, I get it. You have to, like, give the MVP the first team All-NBA, but, man, I, I don't know. Like, I don't – it's so weird because, like, I could make a case that, like, with the exception of, like, maybe, like, Devin Booker, you could make the case, was exposed during these playoffs. Oh, 100%. Like – you could make a case that Jokic has been like exposed as, yeah, like a great player, but like has a, a team that works for the regular season. He's never done shit in the playoffs. No, you're right. These are regular season award those. <laughs> can't look that? at can't look at the playoffs. Which is why I don't know why they don't just announce in the fucking regular season. Right, like round one at least. Like, hey, we got this all figured out. Here you go. You're MVP, you're all that, you're great to go. Yeah, do that before Embiid shows up everybody in the playoffs and almost <laughs> makes it to the finals himself. Yeah. <laughs> do you think they should take the positioning out of the all-star team? I mean, it wouldn't be I, – I think if they do, that it would be like front court, back court, kind of like you mentioned, like they do with the all-star game. But, like, positioning is important. Uh, I mean, the reason you do that is because there aren't any good fives, basically. Pretty much. But, like, everybody's a hybrid. It doesn't matter. Like, Carl Anthony Towns technically is a five. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just the way the game is played. And, like, that's like saying, should we get rid of the center position? I don't know. Like, teams already play small. Just three guards, two forwards, call it good. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, if that's how you want to play, do it. And then, you know, the one night a series, Bam Adebayo wants to sit his ass in the paint and put up 25 shots. Everyone would be like, oh, man, man, we should get a fucking center in here. <laughs> and Bam will go away and, and Jason Tatum will hit 16 threes and they'll be like, ah, fuck a center. <laughs> we don't need those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> None of it makes sense. Whatever. All right. Time for Picks of the Week. 
It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guarantee picks of the week. You ready for my crazy picks of the weekend? And I'm going to hit them and it's going to be great. Ready? Let's hear it. So, starting off, we have some championship soccer overseas. And you know I am a sucker for championship soccer. So, I will be taking Liverpool plus 105 versus Real Madrid in the UEFA Cup. Championship, baby. It is at that time where Liverpool comes in. And after they beat my team, Chelsea, they can come in and take over Real Madrid. And then it's over. So, taking Liverpool on that end. Um, Jay mentioned a very disgusting line for the Heat and Celtics game. So, I'm definitely going to take that dog. I'm going to take the Heat plus 300. I'm also going to take the Heat points because it worked for me last time. So, I'm going to use it as a little good luck charm. Going to take the Blues money line on Saturday. Or, yeah, Saturday. Oh, tomorrow, excuse me. Tomorrow, the Blues over Avalanche to force it to game seven so we can see some real, real exciting hockey. Can't wait for that. And also on Saturday, I got a little mini Minnesota parlay for y'all. Yeah, little one. Little one, just a little one because the teams are hot. I'm going to take the Minnesota Twins over the Royals. And I'm going to take Minnesota United over New York City FC. And Did of they course, lose yesterday. Um, yeah, but it wasn't like a lost loss. It was just like one of those like ah, we should have won those. So the team's Fuck. still hot. Fuck soccer. <laughs> it was a loss, but it wasn't like a loss. It wasn't like a loss loss. I thought it was like the playoffs. Is it not the playoffs? No. Man, they said it was some cup. Is it not a cup? A United Cup? What league are you talking about? The I MLS. Literally- I was literally on ESPN and it said MLS United Cup. I assumed it was some sort of playoffs. No, no, no. They're they have like a month left, I think. It's a dumb sport. <laughs> it's actually pretty awesome, man. You gotta check it out. It's fun. And I am going to keep my hot streak rolling, ladies and gentlemen. Coca Cola Six Hundred is this weekend. After your boy hit on Ryan Blaney, got his first NASCAR win, I'm going to go for two. I'm going to take Chase Elliott. I'm also going to take Denny Hamlin. I think those boys are going to run hard and win this one. They need the points. They need the points. So I think them boys are going to come out and run very, very well on Sunday. All right. Uh, I'm going much more basic. Uh, I'm going to take Colorado uh, to close out. I'm going to take a minus one and a half, give them the puck line at the empty net. Uh, plus 140 I hit last time. Uh, I'm going to keep rolling it. Uh, I think Colorado, we kind of mentioned it, they need to win. And they are the healthier team. They're the more physical team. I think they need to do it. I'm going to tail Miami plus 300 with you. Uh, just too big of a spread. Take a shot at it. And like a, like you said, dogs in the locker room. I think, right. they, I think they got it. 
I'm going to take Dallas plus six and a half at Golden State. Uh, there's something about that line, man. Six and a half, there's just so many points. Uh, even at Golden State, I don't think Golden State has seemed into it. I don't know if they're just busy playing politics or what, but I mean, Dallas seems real fucking hungry. Yeah. Absolutely. Real fucking hungry. So I'm going to give Dallas to at least keep it close. I'm going to take Calgary in an elimination game, minus one and a half, plus 155. Uh, they haven't shown me anything, but they don't, they're going to lose. So I'm going <laughs> to count on the team that finished the regular season with the most points in Canada to, you know, have a little bit of fight. I'm going to take the under 27 and a half uh, sets for the Novak Djokovic uh, match tomorrow. He is playing Al Jazz Bedene. Uh, I don't think he really struggles until probably the third or fourth round. He's getting his game back. Uh, he can lose like nine sets and still cover. I think this is kind of crazy for a minus 20,000 favorite to think he's going to struggle this much. Basically, if he wins this match in straight sets, I win this bet. And that is a bet I will take anytime. And then uh, I'm going to take my man, uh, Kyle Bush to take some of this mojo away from you even more because <sighs> I just, I can't have it. I can't no. have it, Angel. I can't I mean, have it. I think it's great. I think when I'm winning 20 units plus a weekend, it's just how it's supposed to be. So we're going to keep that train rolling. The universe feels otherwise because they corrected you very fucking quickly. <laughs> you know, the universe Monday through Friday just doesn't love. Me. That's what it is. That's Saturday, Sunday. Ooh, that's money. That's, the party starts, baby. It's Friday. I'm ready to win some money. I'm going to put my bets in in Wisconsin because I can't do it here in Minnesota yet. Hit the slots. Hit the roulettes. It's going to be a great weekend, y'all. Enjoy this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. It is going to be wonderful. Uh, we might be a little late on next week's episode. But, you know, if I go this hot again, I might rush Jay to the mic on Sunday. So who knows? Let's see how this goes. It's a holiday, bro. It's a holiday. Have a happy Memorial Day, everybody out there. Keep listening. Like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend at money underscore back underscore podcast on Instagram at moneybackpod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week for hopefully uh, NBA Finals action. NBA Finals action. Hopefully these uh, hockey games get wrapped up so we get in the final championships of that. And then we're going to hit the books on baseball. Let's go. Let's go.